Previously on In My Mind, everybody knows Chris. Um, first, there are a couple things from that story though. I love that you and Blash did together mm -hmm. because your crew determines your view. But that's Ooh. why. Oh, that's for the cause. Message. So like, so I actually, um, I don't know if you remember um, Sheila McBride, but she. Um, you remember. Yeah, she, um, I had a conversation with her. Um, she mentored me for a short period of time. And when I first joined BD, I was taking on way more than I should have. And I was working maybe like 60 hours a week. Mm. And Sheila asked me why I was doing that. And I told her that I'm new. And I told her that like, I feel like, like I just stepped into the league, right? And so, yeah, I had a good reputation in high school, but now I need to prove myself now that I'm in the pros. All right. And she told me, you'll never see a donkey on a racetrack. Message. Jesus looked around and said, who touched me? <laughs> His power had left him. She moved him that much. Who touched me? Now, there's thousands of people around. And he looking right at her. Who touched me? And that was the moment where she truly had to have faith. And she looked right back at him and said, it was me. And Jesus being moved by this action, by this woman's faith, he looked right back at her and said, ma'am, by your faith, you were healed and made whole. Now, I don't know who need to hear this, but if you haven't picked up what I'm putting down in this particular podcast, all I'm saying is you got to have faith. Message. Not all inspiration leads to motivation and not all motivation comes from inspiration. And what I mean by that is just because something inspires you doesn't mean that it sparks you to action. Message. This and that, that they were so consumed with themselves that they was forgetting about what God needed them to do. They were forgetting about the people who needed them and they didn't realize that their actions were pushing someone like me away from the church. Wow. That yeah, I could I could actually see how that happened. I know it's for me and myself, like I said earlier, growing up in the church, there were a lot of things to me that I saw and that I experienced personally that were off-putting. And I, but I would also say that I don't necessarily want to associate or say that someone drove me from the church because when I left, it was my decision. Right. Um, but, but it was my decision because I knew that wherever I went, I was taking God with me, that I wasn't leaving God in the church because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And as long as I had the message of Christ and the word of God in my heart, that I was going to be all right. Message. I hang around people that are smart and intelligent and wise. People that could put me up on game. If I'm in the room and I'm the smartest person in the room, it's time for me to find another room. This is free game I'm giving y'all, but this game ain't free. Hope y'all cashing out. It's your boy C. Will Holler, a.k.a. The Father, a.k.a. The Professional Conversationalist, a.k.a. The Hardest Working Man in Podcasting. 
and you are now listening to In My Mind. Everybody knows Chris. Enjoy. Episode one. One play. <laughs> now we're bringing the season to a close with episode 30. It's your boy C. Will Holler, a.k.a. the Father, a.k.a. the professional conversationalist, a.k.a. the hardest working man in podcasting. And I'm so happy. I'm joyful. I'm thankful that you joined me. It has been a wild ride, but I'm so glad you joined me. Man, from one play to 3,000. <laughs> I guess y'all can start calling me Sea Wheel 3000. I decided to bet on myself. In retrospect, my choices gave me chances. My chances created opportunities. And I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful that you all came along on this journey with me. The love, the support, the comments, the feedback, the text messages, the IMs, the DMs, Listen, there's no way I would have made it without y'all. That's word is bond. But I want to reiterate the choices, the chances, the opportunities. It was in me. 
but it's also in you. I went from one episode, one play in August to 3,000 in December. Episode one to episode 30. And it's just been amazing to me. Like all the things that came to fruition, all the things that transpired, all the things that came to pass. There's no way I would have been able to do this without y'all. And honestly speaking, I wouldn't want to do it without y'all. But in order for this thing to work, I had to make a decision. I had to choose. And I don't know how you can watch or listen to that trailer for Avengers Endgame and not get excited, not get ramped up, not get ready for the movie. And let's think about this. It started back in 2008 with Iron Man. And it's coming to a close. 10 to 11 years later with Avengers Endgame. Think about that. Someone had to have the vision message to bring this thing to fruition. And a lot of us get out here and try to live this thing called life without vision but how can you complete the mission if you don't have a vision and I'm not talking about the robot I'm not talking about the android although he dope but you got to have that God vision in order for you to complete your mission in order for you to bring things to fruition you have to have a vision and when I mean you have to have a vision, that don't mean you're going to see everything. There are going to be a lot of hiccups. There are going to be a lot of surprises, a lot of potholes. A lot of things that's going to try to knock you off your path, knock you off your pivot along the way. But that's what the help is for. But you still got to complete the mission. Somebody along that journey is waiting on you, depending on you. And I love the way Robert Downey Jr., i.e. Tony Stark said, don't be sad. Part of the journey is the end. One of my favorite quotes from the movie Malcolm X is when Malcolm's talking to the people about the passing of JFK, he says, oh, the chicken's coming home to roost, being a country boy like myself. But that don't make me sad. That makes me glad. And I can't tell you all how excited I am 
to see this year come to a close because I know my 2019 is going to be bigger, better, brighter. 2018 was my test, but by God, 2019 is going to be my testimony. Welcome to In My Mind. Everybody knows Chris. And I didn't realize it until these last few weeks, like never before, 2018 was designed to show you who everybody is. God has to reveal character, motive, intent, heart posture, plans, schemes, plots. He had to show you people, even people that you thought were for you. He had to show you that they weren't for you. They were for them. As long as you could help them, they were for you. But when you weren't for them, they weren't for you. And God had to expose that. And it's painful to see people who you invested in, spoke life into, and believed. Now they've shown who they are. And it is because God needed it to happen this year. Because they could not come into 2019. Because 2019 is the year of the established miracle. Those words are from Pastor John Gray. And I know this guy has been under scrutiny lately for some things he said and some things he's done. I mean, the comment about his wife giving birth to him and him buying his wife a $200,000 Lamborghini. Listen, what that man says and does is between him, his God, and his family. But I feel those words he spoke were specifically for me. And as they say, I don't know who needed to hear it. Well, I know I needed to hear it. 2018 was a test for me on so many levels. My faith was tested. My physicality was tested. My mentality was tested. And most importantly, my spirituality was tested. And... I lost some good friends, people who I believed in, people who I confided in, people who I trusted. And he spoke some powerful words in the sense that everybody who who is with you ain't for you. And everybody who is for you ain't with you. And I remember telling my aunt a while back, you know, she was getting ready to move into her new home. And she had all this stuff packed up in her storage. (laughs) And I mean, man, she had us out there struggling, looking crazy in that heat, trying to, you know, get that stuff out of that storage and get it onto the truck. And try to take it into her new home. And I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, some of this stuff just didn't belong in her new house. I'm looking at it and I'm like, this stuff is old and it just looked crazy. And I told her, I was like, aunt, you know, or we call it auntie. I just said, auntie, man, you can't pour old wine into new wine skins. You can't take these old things into your new home. 
It don't make sense. You ain't going to have no room for the new stuff if you bring it on and hold it on to the to all this old stuff. And when I heard, heard those words from John Gray, man, it made all the sense in the world to me. I was holding on to some old relationships that no longer served me and it didn't serve the other people. Nobody was being served or serviced by these relationships. We was just holding on to these relationships for nostalgic sake. You know, Simply Red used to sing, I keep holding on. <laughs> and I love that song. Holding, 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 holding. <laughs> I wasted all these years, man, and I wasted all these tears, and I'm just joyful, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful that, you know, I had an opportunity to have a good and fruitful relationship with these people, but it's time to let them go. And we were in the gym one time, and my boy Blanchett, man, he blessed me with a good message, and it wasn't, he wasn't even talking to me, he was talking to somebody else, and what he said was to me was was one of the most metaphorical but yet beautiful analogies I'd ever heard in my life. Even to the point where it, it caused me to do some research. My boy said, listen, it take a lot of people to build a spaceship, but only a few people to fly it. And in my research, I really came up you know, with some numbers and literally it takes thousands of people, thousands of people to build a spaceship or in our case, because I don't think we have spaceships yet. We have space shuttles, but it literally takes thousands of people to put these parts together. And only six people go up in the space shuttle. Think about that. Thousands of people are responsible for manufacturing parts, assembly, engineering, mechanics, fueling, making sure this thing is put together from hilt to tilt. But it only got room for six people. Think about how powerful that message is, man. It takes thousands of people to put your life together. It takes thousands of people to orchestrate your vision, your mission. But everybody can't go. Think back about the story of MC Hammer. It said that Hammer had like 50 people from Oakland with him on the road. His per diem must have been crazy. And then MC Hammer went bankrupt. Listen, man, some of these people who are with us ain't for us. And I ain't saying that in a negative way. As they say, a reason, a season, and a lifetime. Everybody who is with you for a lifetime, that's not a lot of people. Some people are there for a season. Some people are there for a specific reason, but very few people are with you for a lifetime. So stop trying to make room for people who ain't making room for you. 
Stop trying to give people an opportunity to take away from what you're trying to do. I mean, I literally got upset when a friend of mine got out of pocket because I couldn't make an event. Never once did he ask me how I was doing, what was going on, why was I upset, why was I not able to make it. He never he never cared about that. All he cared about is that I wasn't able to make his event. And that spoke volumes to me. Even to the point where the dude cursed me and I said, you know what, man, you got it. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the strength to fight this dude. I said, man, you got it, bro. You got it. I'm dead to you, man. That's fine. Have it. It's yours. God bless you. Because you're going to need it. So, whatever we're doing, whatever we're celebrating, closing out 2018, don't take that stuff with you in 2019. If somebody wronged you, forgive them. If somebody cursed you, love them. Don't carry that stuff with you. Don't carry that hatred with you. You ain't got no room for it. This spaceship is only specifically engineered to take a certain amount of weight along with it. And we ain't got room for all them bags. One thing I've really enjoyed about this podcasting journey is listening to my boys create and design and develop their podcast, listening to my homeboy Blanchard and his podcast, The Dirty Soapbox, and to my other homeboy, Lamar Fernandez, and his podcast, The Steel Toe Boots. You know, we get to interact with each other on the Anchor app and we send messages back and forth. And these are just some of the messages that these guys have sent to me. And I hope you enjoy them as much as I have. Man, let me say this. I just listened to your podcast, and I remember earlier you said you you getting antsy, man, because you feel like you're ready for this thing to hit. What you got to understand is it's been hitting. They just don't know. The Bible talks about it tearing, but it tarry not. This is what the tearing looks like and feels like. It feels like it's not going to happen. It's not happening fast enough, but it's going to happen though. That's why it says it tarries not. You thinking it's not going to happen, but it's going to happen because what you got is bigger than what they got. When you hit, man, it's going to be like a tsunami. Wait for free Chris. Get money. Go. Message. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. 
Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm these kind of rock on bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta. Man, that is one of my favorite songs. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. I said, if we going to do what they say can't be done. <laughs> I love this song. I love this song. I also love the, uh, I didn't realize it at the end. They're talking about the boys that Atlanta is thirsty. So it's running that, that moonshine or whatever it is running to Atlanta. And you right here in Atlanta, it's heading to you, babe. Play, play, it's heading to you. This, this, I mean, this stuff is good. It's like, like getting a good meal. And then you sop it up with a biscuit. I mean, we on the on the on sopping up with a biscuit on the on the back end of it, man. I mean, just getting it done. <laughs> Meat, potatoes, and biscuits and gravy. <laughs> All right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm back to listening now. Message. <laughs> In this particular message, I received from my pod sister or as I like to say my sister in pod (laughs) the voice behind the truth Miss Mika Joy and I always refer to her as the cast that started all the casts Um, she was kind of like patient zero with this podcast and stuff as it pertains to me and my friends and my connections because of um, the opportunity that she provided me uh, by being a guest on her podcast, the Truth Moment Podcast with Mika Joy. And being on that podcast, like I said, man, once I was on that podcast, I'd been bitten by the bug and it sparked a revolution. So thank you for this message, my sister, and I'm pressing play. Life is about choice, chance, and opportunity. You make the right choices to give yourself a chance at the best opportunities. We don't always make the best choices to give us a chance at the best opportunities. Most of us make choices out of fear. Those were just a few of my notes that I wrote down, that I kept in my spirit from your very first episode that was dropped August 31st of 2018. All right? I was a fan then, and I'm still a fan. And as your pod sister, I just want to say, my brother, I am truly proud of you. I am excited for you. This is only the beginning. And because we celebrate small wins, we are celebrating the end of season one and the beginning of season two. So listen, keep doing what you're doing. The folks need you. I chill. Message. QOTP. See, you see, life is about choice, chance, and opportunity. You make the right choices to give yourself a chance for the best opportunities. I want to thank Mika Joy, Robinson Blanchard, and Lamar Fernandez for calling in and leaving these beautiful and eloquent messages for in my mind, everybody knows Chris. But you see how that works? You see how that universal 360 works? You see how all things that coalesce and come together? The choices I made, the chances I took, created 
opportunities for me. And now the opportunities that I have are giving me more chances for some better choices. On to the next segment. Thank you all for joining me on this broadcasting journey, podcasting journey. In my mind, everybody knows Chris. And I wanted to conclude the season wrap up with some short stories that I'm going to share with you all. And I wanted to end the podcast with the quote that I started the podcast with when I say choice, chance and opportunity. You make the right choices to give yourself a chance at the best opportunities. And with the season wrap up, I want to reiterate the fact that my choices determine my chances and my chances develop into opportunities. I even coined the phrase the hardest working man in podcasting. And that started to manifest into opportunities. And there's a phrase that I remember learning about in middle school called Manifest Destiny. And Manifest Destiny is based on a phrase that was coined in 1845. And it expressed the philosophy that drove the 19th century U.S. territorial expansion, right? And basically, Manifest Destiny was based on the ideal that the United States was destined, I mean, determined (laughs) by God, you know, to expand and dominate and spread democracy and capitalism throughout the entire Northern American, Northern American continent. And I don't know, man, it's just something about that phrase that stuck out to me when I was a kid, manifest destiny, man. When I heard that, I was like, wow, it was just such a powerful word. And that seed was planted in me years ago. And now I can see where my destiny is starting to become manifest because this path that I'm on and this journey that I'm taking up, this mission, I believe it to be ordained by God. I mean, every time I do this podcast, I get energy. Every time I do this podcast, I I get a boost. I get more insight. I feel like I'm getting closer to God. Like 2 Chainz said, I'm so high, me and God dapping. (laughs) And back to uh, the phrase that I coined, the hardest working man in podcasting. In the previous podcast, I also said, if you do what you love, you'll never work another day in your life. And I, I say the hardest working man in podcasting, but I don't consider this hard work. Although I am working hard because I want the product to be quality. I want you guys to enjoy what I'm putting out. I want you to enjoy what I'm producing, you know, but I also enjoy producing the work. So I don't consider this a job. 
And on a previous podcast that I also did from the men's show, I dropped another coin, uh, another phrase that I want to coin here where I call it, you know, choice is God. And I don't even know where I got that from. I just, it just came out of my mouth. And even in the Bible, it says out of the heart, the mouth shall speak. So when I said the choice is God or that choice is God, what I meant by that is out of all the creatures on this planet, we are the only ones that truly have manifest destiny. We are the only ones that truly decide our futures. I mean, every other creature on this planet has to do what they're programmed and wired to do. But we have a choice. And with that, I have to know that we have God in us. Every individual has God in them, whether they want to acknowledge that or not, whether they believe in that or not. It doesn't matter because if you have a choice, you have God in you. And you can choose to decide how you're going to live out the rest of your life. You're going to choose. You can choose how you decide to live out the rest of your days. But know that choice is God. So choose wisely. And another point I wanted to make is success breeds success. Like attracts like. You know, I played some messages that I got from some of my buddies, some of my podcasting friends and family. Um, And I've known these people for years, but there was a kindred spirit that was developed creating and, and doing these podcasts where it's like I was feeding them and they were feeding me, man. And it was just a beautiful alignment. And get around like-minded individuals get around people who are about what you're about man and you will see your destiny begin to manifest and here's where I'm going to run up into you know little short stories I want to tell and I pointed these out because I didn't want to miss the opportunity to call these people out you know I want to tell something a small story about my grandfather and this is a true story when I was a kid I want to say I probably was about 11 12 maybe 13 years old and we went up to the church rescue church of God on 13th street in Sanford Florida to clean the church and my grandfather went into the church prior to me I was he left me to <laughs> take the stuff off the back of the work van and stuff like that and after I um, unloaded the equipment and brought it into church you know I went into the chapel and not really paying attention but paying attention at the same time I saw my grandfather kneeling at the altar and he was in prayer And I don't know why that struck me as strange or why that stuck out to me or why that memory, you know, is in my mind. But I just remember him praying hard like it's a church full of people, but technically we were the only people in the building at that time. And it's very weird being inside of a building 
that normally has a lot of people in it, but you're the only, you know, few people in that building. But anyway, I say that to say this, man. That dude was real. My grandfather was about that life. I mean, I know we talk a lot about the things that people do for pomp and circumstance, and as we say, we do it for the gram. Listen, man, I'm not doing this for no applause. I promise y'all that. I mean, I enjoy the feedback that I get. I enjoy the plugs. I enjoy, you know, the positive responses. And I absolutely enjoy the fact that my words and my podcast are helping some of you all out. But trust and believe, I'm not doing this for the gram. I'm not even doing it for the fam. I'm doing it because I am. I'm doing it because it's in me to do. I'm being led to do this. These words I speak, you know, sometimes are not even really my words. These are things that I'm feeling, things that I'm fed, things that I'm led to say. You know, so I hope to continue to do these podcasts. I hope to continue to motivate, empower and nurture and inspire you know it has given me life it has created opportunities for me and I I hope and pray that it will continue to create opportunities for me and I hope and pray that it will continue to create opportunities for you all that listen but that was a true story about my grandfather like I said he was a real one and he wasn't doing it for the applause he was doing it for the cause (laughs) And I got another story that I want to tell. Um, again, another true story. It's about my homeboy Blanchett. We was in the gym one day, LA Fitness Cobb Parkway, Acres Mill. Shout out to the LaFit crew. We were on the team and we were down. You know, you playing pickup basketball, you go from 1 to 12, and we were down. I can't remember how much we were down, but I know we were down and we were about to lose. And for whatever reason, I just looked at my boy in this particular game. I just looked at him and I looked in his eyes and I just told him, I said, listen, man, we ain't going to make it up in one shot. Brick by brick was the quote that I looked at him and said, brick by brick, play by play, point by point, stop by stop. And it seemed like that just motivated him. And this was years ago, man. And I remember this story like it was yesterday. And we fought back, clawed back. As he says on his song. He'll ball till he fall. And he'll win when he finish. But if he fall, he'll crawl. Just to get them extra inches. Well, I want to say that this story is the motivation to that song. Because we were down. And when I looked at him and said brick by brick, man, I think dude just went into Robocop mode, man. And I just kept feeding him that game. I just kept giving him the ball, kept giving him the ball, man. And he was making play after play after play. And then I uttered the phrase to him, do what you do. And at that time I said, do what you do, be. 
And if he's listening to this, I know he'll get a kick out of this. And I just uttered the phrase, do what you do, B, because he kept scoring. But the other team took this and started taunting him with it, you know, like poking the bear. And they were yelling out, do what you do, B, do what you do, B. But I wouldn't let his faith or my faith be shaken. I just kept yelling at him, do what you do, B, brick by brick. Do what you do, B, brick by brick. And it came down to two final plays for the big win. And he got a block, and I recovered the ball, and we went down, and I hit him in the numbers with a beautiful pass. He pulled up. Hit the final shot. And buzzer. Game over. End the story. We walk out. Hail the chief. We are the champions. All that. And we looked at each other and we both screamed. Do what you do, B. <laughs> and I told my boy, I said, listen, man. It went from a taunt to a rally cry. Do what you do. And I want to encourage you all to do the same thing. Do what you do. You heard me say it before, do what you love. But I'm telling you to do what you do. You got a real chance at this thing, man. And there's no time like the present. Like I said, I really appreciate y'all for coming along with me on this journey. It's been my pleasure to serve you all. Whatever messages I gave, whatever stories I told, whatever quotes, quips, rhymes, it's been my pleasure. And I hope you all will continue to listen as I gear up for 2019 and season 2 it's your boy C. Will Holler aka the Father, aka the professional conversationalist aka the hardest working man in podcasting thank you for joining me on In My Mind Everybody Knows Chris